This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial and investment scene. I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Chris Lim. There was a lot of interest in our earlier episodes on cryptocurrency investment. Now for this episode, we are joined by the CEO and founder of homegrown cryptocurrency exchange, Bcoin, Mr. Davy Go. Hi Davy. Good morning, Ernest. Now, very quickly, Davy, tell us about Bcoin. What is your company and uh, what is the goal? Okay, Bitcoin is fundamentally a cryptocurrency exchange whereby people can buy and sell coins and altcoins as well. So we provide wallet to individual. We are a centralized exchange and it's a very scalable business where we are attracting customers all over the world to Singapore. So David, besides Bitcoin, what are three other types of cryptocurrencies worth uh, researching? Before I answer specifically the question, I always advocate investors to invest in things that they understand. So, Chris, for yourself as well as Ernest, if I was you, I would invest in the media industry because you have a very good understanding of the media players, the market dynamics and things like that. But coming back to your question, the top three industries that you can invest in could be infrastructure, cryptocurrency, asset-backed currency, and of course, the exchange. The exchange have produced very good return for investors. Mm. Cryptocurrency exchange like Bitcoin. And should I just approach it with a pure, greedy, profit-only making mindset? Definitely not. The thing that you should approach is gaining the knowledge, tremendous knowledge of a particular industry, understand the market players, understand the growth of the industry and what stage of the industry it is before you invest. Now you mentioned maybe we can even break it down further. I don't have to think of it as a big picture. You are telling me about treating it as lunch money. How does that work out? Yes, we have a lot of workshops that we hold at our 78 Shenton Way office. We have a fabulous trading room. We have a lot of customers that walk into our office and pick up knowledge there. In fact, one day we had uh, one 70-year-old lady that walked into our workshop. I asked her what is her desired outcome of this workshop. She shared with me and said, Davy, I have a lot of friends who think cryptocurrency are fraud. But in the same breath, she says that, Davy, I know that if I pick up a lot of knowledge about cryptocurrency, I'm going to make money despite the fact that my friends say it's fraudulent. We must admit though, Davey, that crypto gets a lot of bad press. Some people do think that the crypto scene is essentially fraudulent. Would you disagree? You're right. There are a lot of bad press on cryptocurrency. But if you look at relativity, the exchange, the different exchanges on cryptocurrency have lost money, we probably come to about a few hundred million dollars. But if you look at a traditional market, the bond market and the financial collapse and the amount of fraudulent happening in the traditional market, that runs into close to the trillion dollar mark. At the end of the day, it's about picking up knowledge and how you invest in the market space. I think that is so important. What if I'm an SME though and I'm looking at raising capital? Is crypto a good starting point for capital raising? A fantastic question. Right now, typically in any market, 80% of SME are not able to access capital. But we know that SME provides 60 to 70% of employment of any nation. And ICO is a great crowdfunding platform. I do encourage a lot of SME to access the ICO platform to raise capital. It's done very fast because a lot of SME needs capital in a relatively short time. A typical ICO platform can take about two to three months to raise capital versus the other traditional market. So that speed, uh, some SMEs are also worrying about the underlying cost of setting up the whole capital raising structure and various parts of that as it down the road over months, over a year. Are the costs more manageable for using crypto to raise currency? Yeah, we've done a statistical benchmark. 
raising capital, the typical market versus the ICO approach. The statistics shows that if you use the ICO approach, it probably costs you about 15% to 20% versus the traditional market. At the same time, uh, folks with fantastic, fabulous ideas, which typically in the past are not able to access capital, is now able to do so. And our government has played a very key part in this. Singapore has become the top three country in the world to raise capital through the ICO platform for SME. Would you say then that crypto has a democratizing effect on capital raising? Definitely. With uh, the new platform, a Singapore SME based in Singapore can access capital around the world through this crowdfunding platform. Wow, that's a great point. Yeah. This is relevant beyond Singapore. The people with an eye on the region, SMEs, say, from Singapore looking to expand into the region, can think about this as a region-wide platform for raising funds or entering other markets. Exactly. In fact, we met uh, one very interesting SME from Singapore. I'm not sure some of you are familiar. The older folks will probably know him. His name is Uncle Ringo. He runs an amusement park for the last 35 years in Singapore. He provides joy and fun to a family. He's thinking of tokenizing his company. And with this platform, he's able to raise capital across the globe as well as expand his business globally as well. So it's interesting because then SMEs used to have this mindset, oh, I've got to raise my capital locally. Now if someone from overseas in another country, in another continent, believes in this person's business proposition, they can actually invest. Exactly, Ernest. Though if you want to build a community around, say, your token, your ICO, it's kind of hard to do that if you're not located in the same place, though. What are your recommendations for going regional but still maintaining community? The community, I'm not sure I understand the question correctly, but you will have a global community for ourselves. We engage the social media marketing platform. Today, on our exchange, we have U.S. citizens, we have Canadian customers coming to our platform, we have people from Russia, from Middle East coming to our platform. So with the ICO platform, you can, with the outreach, you can do your business globally as well as engage customers globally as well. So you would say that? using social media or electronic platforms to build a community uh, as effective when it comes to crypto as a physical event? The different modes, I would encourage that the cost of acquisition of a customer as well as token subscriber is a lot more effective and efficient through the social marketing platform rather than physical. Okay, so David, say I'm a university student and I'm keen on learning about cryptocurrency and its possible impact on the world. You've launched the inaugural Southeast Asia Blockchain Education. Can you tell us more about it, your partners? Yes, we have, again, the cryptocurrency is our exchange, the investment platform where you buy and sell token. So our DNA is to make sure that we educate our customer coming on board before they even do the first trade, that they learn about blockchain. We have engaged uh, working with uh, SMU to host uh, trading seminars. At the same time, we are in advanced discussion with uh, Nian Polytechnic as well as NUS. Uh, professors to conduct seminars in Singapore. And uh, you have a tie-up also with Blockchain Academy Asia in KL? Exactly. This is a very established platform that does blockchain training. So we have signed an MOU with Blockchain Academy to do training in Singapore. So actually, it's interesting for me, if I'm a university student and I'm thinking about setting up my own SME after this, it's good for me to start attending this and looking into this area with the blockchain education hub that you have started. Definitely. At the same time, not just we do the training as well, because we have an ecosystem of advertisers, marketeers, venture capitalists, investors, as well as financial analysts that help you to put a business case together. We provide you support in terms of buildings from a business idea right to capital raising. All right. Thanks, Davy. Thank you, Ernest. Uh, till the next episode of Money Hacks, goodbye. 
That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. Thank you.